Welcome to this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. In the last couple of weeks, I had a chance to catch up with a couple of boys soccer coaches in the area, Jason Buckholes of Wapan and PJ Oswald of Wayland Academy, to a kind of preview their team's season. Thought I'd bring you those this morning on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. If you have never visited the show before or downloaded it, we try to have shows every Saturday and Wednesday during the high school sports season. We always invite you to head to the sports page at dailydodge.com as well. At that location, you can find all the latest going on in prep activities. I work for Good Karma Brands and Beaver Dam. That's WBEV, dailydodge.com and 95X. And uh, you can stay up to date with what's going on in prep sports. Again, Coach Oswald and Coach Buckles coming up on the pod. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Wisconsin. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. The Wapan Boys soccer season is underway, and we're going to bring in head coach Jason Buckles to talk about his squad. Uh, coach, are you happy to see your team get back out on the pitch after, what, a year and a half with no official soccer? Yes, it was. Uh, it's kind of exciting last week with, with practice for the first time in a very long time uh, that kids are able to get out there. There's a lot of excitement uh, in beginning this season and even having a season uh so i i think uh we definitely are ready for this year and uh what the uh, spring season brings for us coach how much soccer did your kids get to take part in uh, you know since you last uh, i guess wrapped up your season in the fall of 2019 was there much soccer being played um there were there was a few kids that played here and there but with uh the covid over the summer a lot of the league's uh, a lot of things were canceled. Um, a lot of times the fields were not allowed to be played on because they didn't, with the COVID going around, they didn't want to have um, big groups of kids playing. In the fall, we scheduled some practices. There were WIAs allowing us to have some practices in the fall, even though we weren't participating in the fall season. Uh, and then our school went uh, for a couple weeks virtual. And so that kind of uh, took away the time that we had. I think we ended up getting about four or five, maybe six practices in before we went virtual, and then we weren't allowed to practice really again until the weather kind of turned, and, and then you really didn't want to practice outside when it starts to get uh, colder and a little bit more miserable outside. Coach, you have a pretty nice new, a new, newer facility at Wapan, and uh, kids excited to get out on the field when you uh, when, when things uh, were said to be okay, and, uh, and were they excited to, to get going here this spring? Well, our practice fields are have been the same for a long, long time, and that's really what we've been mainly on. The first time we were on the new field or the newer field that's been open now for, I think, three years, maybe four, um, they played – their game the other night against Jefferson on that. So that was uh, really, for some of these kids, the first experience that they have had on that big field, um, unless they are, are some of the older kids in the program. 
Coach, uh, everybody was excited, you know, taking this 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 spring opportunity, knowing that you know some programs aren't still getting to play. I mean, the kids embraced uh, get having this chance to go between you know before baseball starts. Well, I do have a handful of kids that are are baseball players and really good baseball players, and I know that was a challenge, uh, not just with baseball, but the other sports and how they are overlapping. In the fall, I had. I think 48 players signed up to play. And right now I think we're down to about 36. Uh, some of those kids, the decision was because they didn't want to, uh, they didn't want to handle multiple sports. Mm-hmm. And you know, right now soccer is starting and, and baseball and the other sports are not officially, have not officially begun, but a lot of those sports, the WI is allowing contact days because for most of the sports, uh, were not able to have contact days with their players last summer uh, due to uh, you know coronavirus and in places being uh, just kind of shut down where there would be a large number of people. So the WIA is allowing baseball and track um, golf to have practices or have coach contact with the kids currently. So there are some kids who decided that they wanted to prepare for uh, whether it be track or baseball or golf uh, and did that instead of playing soccer this spring. There are also a few other kids that decided to work or, you know, had jobs because we didn't play last fall and just decided to, you know, keep the job instead of playing this uh, spring season. Well, Coach, uh, let's talk about your kids uh, that are on the pitch here this year, this spring. I know you, you bring back uh, some nice players that, that really contributed to your 2019 squad that went 10-3-1 and uh, in the conference, uh, East Central Conference uh, runner-up finish. Uh, just kind of talk about your roster. I guess let's start with keepers. Can you talk about uh, who your keepers are this year? Well, so we have a huge turnover in players. In 2019, I believe um, we had about 20 seniors. Um, not all those seniors played on varsity, but quite a few of them did. And I only have a few, a uh, couple guys that really are returning varsity players. So most of my roster is quite new to the varsity experience. And right now our goaltenders, I have a sophomore in Payson Landel um, on varsity. Um, he's, he's probably our most experienced goalie. And then I have a senior who hadn't played soccer before and Levi Castine, who decided maybe about a week before the season started uh, that he'd like to give uh, soccer a try. Um, he's a tall kid. He played goalie for us against Jefferson. Um, so he had, he was kind of thrown right into the mix uh, very first game uh, as the goalkeeper, but uh, he would probably be a little bit not as experienced compared to Pace and Lando, but right now we are on spring break, so there's a handful of kids in our program that are uh, that already had vacation plans and uh, are gone, so we are a little bit limited this week in our numbers. How about your defenders, Coach? Uh, who, who's up in front of the keeper? Well, Cole Hicken is a first-team all-conference player uh, returning. He is one of my two uh, starters that were on the 2019 team, and he is just an absolute uh, stud playing our, our center back. He's a captain of the team. 
he's able to control uh, the pace of the play uh, and the other defenders to kind of give them uh, encouragement and point out where they need to be and where, where the help is. So he is a definite leader in the backfield. Uh, outside of Cole, my entire defense is where I have the most uh, – I had to have the most replacements come in. Uh, so a lot of new guys that we're going to be swinging in and out and seeing who best fits in those slots. And right now, uh, I guess with the Jefferson game uh, and the win, uh, some of those guys are, are definitely showing that they can handle the varsity level. Coach, how about your, your, your midfielders and your forwards? Uh, what have you seen from those guys in camp and as you got through game number one? Well, the our center mid, uh, Trevor Recker, who, if, I, if my memory serves right, in 2019 was a unanimous um, all-conference selection. I, I, I'd have to go back and look. I know Trevor, Cole, both were first-team all-conference in 2019, and I think one of them was unanimous. And uh, Trevor is just an amazing soccer player. He plays club uh, year-round, probably one of the only guys that really plays a ton um, uh, all over and, and has the experience of higher-level soccer. A few other guys play a little bit of uh, soccer, uh, in the warmer months, like in the summer before the season, but um, he he pretty much plays year-round. That's his number one sport, and definitely he shows it out on the field with his skill and his ability to uh, maneuver around players and, and distribute the ball. Uh, and is just a heart and soul in the center mid. Um, Forward-wise, I, I really impressed with uh, Trent Ferris, who's a senior, uh, in 2019, he hurt his knee and missed the entire season, and I think he hurt it very early in the season. Um, and I, I, off top, I can't remember if it was a meniscus or an ACL or MCL, something like that. But so he was—he's uh, been mending for over a year now, and, and he definitely is uh, really ready to play. And he's showing it in practice and in the game. Uh, where he uh, one of our top forwards. Austin Weiss, he had two goals in the Jefferson game, and uh, he's also been extremely impressive as a forward. And our two forward positions uh, in 2019, I had two guys that were 20-plus goal scorers that were seniors. And so these guys that are uh, Trent and Austin that are seniors this year are, are really stepping into – a position of uh, that we really needed to replace some big time scoring power, and in the first game, they definitely are showing that they could handle that uh, pressure. Coach, uh, expectations for your team this spring? I know different coaches have different philosophies on how they're handling this alternate uh, fall season opportunity. Just uh, for Wapan, uh, what are you looking to uh, to to accomplish this year besides win games? Well. Really, we wanted to get back on the field and get the kids playing again, uh, getting the touches on the ball, and having some fun. So this spring, um, win or lose, we're giving the kids an opportunity to, I guess, enjoy the sport that many of them grew up playing. Uh, and 
hopefully with these seniors, they have that, that last opportunity to play where in the last spring you had a bunch of seniors who lost out on opportunities of their high school uh, spring sports. And, and I think some of these guys were worried about uh, losing out on their soccer career, especially someone like uh, Trevor Recker, who soccer is his main and number one sport. And I think if we would have lost the opportunity to have this spring season, it probably would have been devastating for him because this is the one thing, the one sport that he really looks forward to all year. Now, many of our other players on the team are not just one sport athletes. There's, there's most of them play another sport. Um, but uh, with a senior like Trevor, who was a first team all conference in 2019, if we would have ended up missing out on an entire senior year of soccer, I think that would have just been a travesty for, for a player like that. But many other players do play other sports, so they had other opportunities to play in their senior year. But um, I, I think uh, we want to have the kids have fun, enjoy it, and hopefully we can uh, keep our winning ways going on. Coach, how fortunate do you feel like you'd be able to, uh, you know, join up and hook on with the Flyway Conference here for this spring season? So you are kind of playing for something a little bit in a, in a conference race. Yeah, it's, they had, you know, a few people from a few teams from our East Central Conference, and some of the teams from uh, the Flyway played in the fall. So I think it was a pretty easy matchup. Uh, all the teams are, are pretty uh, close in proximity. So to put us. I think Rippon and Campbell Sport into the flyaway. I think those are the three teams. I don't know if I was missing one, but to put those with the flyaway teams and the teams that they lost, it, it really um, was a nice move for the conference. And Coach, it looks like you have 13 games on your schedule, so you were able to schedule a, a, a nice amount of opportunities for your for your kids. Yeah, we, I would have liked to have. My goal was to have 15, and we did have a couple of the games scheduled that got canceled or changed because of other teams and their conferences or how their their schedules worked out. Uh, and I got to the point where I think 13 is a good number of games. We only have a little over a month to play the games. And then we start the kind of the playoff uh, time of the spring season. So really we get about two two games per week, and I think that's a nice schedule to have. If you put in a lot more than two games a week, you know, sometimes, especially when uh, kids maybe haven't been uh, running a ton over the winter sports, uh, you might get some early injuries and things like that. So I think the 13-game is a, is a good uh, spring season for us. Well, Coach Jason Buckles, I appreciate the time, and uh, good luck to Wapan Boys Soccer as you embark on this uh, alternate fall spring season. Thank you. Thank you. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can 
to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Right now, let's bring in uh, Wayland Academy head boys soccer coach P.J. Oswald as his squad season is underway. Coach, what do you look for from your team here in this alternate fall season? It's going to be very exciting. Um, obviously, the procedures are a little bit different, but um, you know, having high school sports is something that we've really missed. Um, and lately, we've gotten to go see some volleyball matches, um, and that's been – uh, you know, kind of a, a taste of normal life, um, and, and I'm excited. Uh, and the guys are, are really, um, you know, in the fall uh, we were able to have to, to you know, practice and spend time, um, but uh, with no games to look forward to, they just had, uh, you know, it, it didn't have the right feeling to it. And uh, and you know, things are 100% happier uh, with the games to look forward to and the opportunity to compete with some kids uh, that maybe you don't know as well. Uh, Coach, you know, obviously it's been trying on a lot of kids not being able to compete, but, you know, with Wayland Academy, you're kind of unique to a lot of the high schools, you know, across the area with the kids from all over the world. I mean, how, how has it been for those kids adjusting to not be able to have the extracurriculars along with school and to, and, and to finally get back out there and get ready to compete? I think, uh, you know, obviously a lot of our kids have, have jumped through some hoops travel-wise um, and gone through quarantines and, and things like that. And, um you know, maybe not everybody is here who who uh, would like to be, uh, you know, because of you know travel and visa issues and, and things like that. Um, but um, you know, these guys are all living in the same dormitory this year, except for the handful of you know about about a third of the roster maybe are day students. Um, so they're um, they've still had some good opportunity to bond. Um, and you know, I think we have about ten different international uh countries uh represented on our roster on top of uh united states and so everybody it's the world's game uh soccer and uh, everybody plays it a little bit differently um but they really do bond over it uh whether they're you know playing a little bit of fifa on their game system um or just knocking around outside on the weekends and so um so soccer is a real uh, a real uh, meeting ground i think uh for a lot of our guys well coach uh, your team you know big red soccer's you know expects success it looks like you know 17 and 18 you won flyway conference championships last year you went to a regional championship just what's your feel for actual soccer after your team's uh, been through a couple of weeks of workouts well, we're still learning uh, for sure. Uh, we put a, a ton of emphasis so far this season on on getting in shape uh, because just with so long between you know competitive stuff, a lot, a lot of the fitness had maybe gone by the wayside, um, and uh, we're beginning to get a sense of kind of what our the the structure out on the field is going to be like and kind of where people are going to fit together. Um, you know, we have some new new faces uh, to integrate. We've got I think nine seniors on the roster. Um, uh, who uh, you know are back? Of, you know, th- several of whom are returning letter winners. Um, but uh, uh, it's been better as the weather has improved. Because uh, it was a little dreary out there um, in the cold. You know, with your lips are turning blue, it's a little hard to, to maybe focus on the things you have to learn. Uh, but it, you know, when the sun came out on on Monday after Easter, uh, it's just been. Um, you know, things are starting to shape up, and obviously uh, Ripon is going to be a, a new test for us. Uh, this isn't a team that we've played any time in the recent past. Um, so, uh, you know, the first game is always one of those things that brings some jitters and some unknown quantities to it. Um, 
but we'll we'll find out. We'll learn a little bit about ourselves tomorrow at Ripon, and then uh, we'll get back to work on Thursday and Friday to get ready for a trip to to Fond du Lac for Winnebago Lutheran on Saturday morning. Coach, well, let's talk about uh, your team a little bit. Can you tell me uh, what your keeper situation is like right now? Um, our keeper is senior uh, Arian Bardwash, uh, who. Uh, was in the net. Uh, he shared the time uh, in the last fall uh, in, his, in a junior year uh, with a graduated senior, and uh, he's uh, got really cat-like reflexes. He's got some great some great uh, instincts back there, um, and he's a kid who works really hard. Um, and uh, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, our defense will keep a little bit of pressure off of him. And, um, you know, if they sneak one by him, it's because he's bored, not because he's uh, not because he's not his best. Coach, how about defense? Uh, talk about uh, your defenders. You expect to see out on the pitch? Uh, we're going to lean heavily on uh, a couple of seniors, uh, Dimitri Moore and uh, Barack uh, Dinksahin. Uh, will be back there for us uh, for sure. Uh, the rest of the lineup's a little bit of flux, trying to figure out the pieces right now. Um, <clears throat> but they both uh, played on the back line. Um, I believe Barack is a three-year starter in that in that spot. Uh, and and Dimitri being his second year uh, as a starter for sure, um, and uh, you know, they both got a great good combination of speed uh, and instincts. Uh, so I'm I'm optimistic that they'll you know keep the situation under control for us on the defensive line. How about the midfield and the attackers, Coach? Uh, what does the Big Red have in store up front? Uh, the midfield and attack is going to be led uh, by a couple of past All Conference uh, honorees. Uh, Jason Mandola is a senior. Um, and uh, just a, a true striker, uh, a little creative with the ball and, and likes to kick it hard and far. Uh, and he's got some really good speed. Uh, Emre Kocher uh, is a sophomore uh, who has uh, also uh, got good uh, sense of, of things on the field. Uh, he's got good chemistry uh, with Jason and some of the midfield guys. Uh, Gian Martinez is a senior uh, who is just a, a really good all-around guy, uh, you, the kind you like to have in the midfield because he, he helps out on the defense and he can get into the attack as well. Uh, so we're looking for those guys to develop some chemistry with some, some new elements, some underclassmen that have stepped in and, and some new students this year. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to build uh, you know, around the kind of on-field geometry that we like to see and uh, – you know, just uh, play with good control and good pace. Uh, what's what style of soccer? If somebody comes out and sees watches the Big Red play at some point, uh, what style of soccer would you describe? What do you envision this team uh, this team putting out on the pitch? <clears throat> Mostly, I hope uh, that they'll see uh, a lot of effort. The guys uh, run in to make things easy for their teammates. Uh, you know, moving to space, uh, and I, you know, I'd like to see uh, more passing and, and a little less dribbling uh, out of the squad. Um, just uh, uh, not to have anybody try to do too much uh, and, and to get into traffic, but to instead have teammates uh, who can, can help them out and work together. Well, Coach P.J. Oswald, I appreciate the time, and good luck to the Wayland Academy Big Red uh, Boys soccer team as you embark on this unique spring season. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 180,000 high school student-athletes in Wisconsin have one last request. Please, set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. 
it increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about Wisconsin high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Once again, let's thank uh, Jason Buckles, the head boys soccer coach at Wapan, and also P.J. Oswald, the boys soccer coach at Wayland Academy. I talked to both of those coaches over the last couple of weeks, and I thought I'd bring them to you today on this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. Again, we encourage you to check out the sports tab at dailydodge.com. You can find all the latest going on in local high school athletics uh, on that page. I work for Good Karma Brands, Beaver Dam. Again, appreciate you for being on board here as well. Shows every Wednesday and Saturday during the prep season. Till Wednesday, my name is Wade Bates, and you've been uh, listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report.